Sleep in the building. It's the True and D podcast. We Happy lit. Wednesday. Happy True Wednesday. Indeed. Mental health check in. How we doing? Glad to be here. I'm just I'm just happy to be here. Somebody I see somebody tweet that every day. I'm just I'm just glad to be here. I'm I'm say that shit. Yeah. I, I can definitely up. say I'm blessed for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's no sleep, so I don't do that. Anyway, <laughs> so got the Playboy shirt on today. Yeah. Playboy Pink? I, I missed the memo. That's my favorite color. Like with Playboy, the but I don't play. Uh, Comme des Garçons. Yeah, that's how you say it. Thank you. Comme the fuck down. Nah, that's, that's the other shit. Comme the fuck down. All right, so today we are going to get, first of all, it's Mental Health Month and we missed most of it, but it's all good. We at the end of May, this probably won't drop till sometime in June, but we are here to honor Mental Health Awareness Month. So we're going to talk about mental health today. So our word of the day is eustress. Did I say that right? Eustress. 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 Like you stress. which is the good stress. Yes. E you know, everything doesn't have to have negative connotation. Eustress is positive stress. So the dictionary says moderate or normal psychological stress interpreted as being beneficial for the experiencer. So that's like euphoria, right? Can you repeat that one more time? Eustress, moderate or normal psychological stress interpreted as being beneficial for the experiencer. Okay. Like putting fire into your ass. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I call yeah, that yeah. Um, euphoria. Mm-hmm. Pressure That's performers. Like that, that feeling you pressure. get when you're in the, in the gym. That out-of-body, like, ex- for me, it's like an out-of-body out of experience. That was sure. almost a tongue twister. Yeah, for sure. I definitely can agree to that. Like being on the, like being in the hot seat and everybody watching you. It's definitely like it's that it's that flow that like the star player gets in. Bless you. Thank you. Um, like with two minutes, <laughs> two minutes left on the uh, clock, and it's like it's it's crunch time. But you know that you got to score. Yeah, like that pressure on your ass. But let's get it. Real it's quick. the pressure I want. Mm-hmm. It's the pressure I've been looking for mm-hmm. and trying to just like. You know, I work best under force. that pressure. However, it isn't always the the healthiest thing. That's what we hear. But it works for a nigga. It definitely works. I don't know why I do that, but I do that. It works. So when we talk about mental health, guys, what are the first couple things that come to mind? Self-care. Okay. Um, Meditation. We talked about um, therapy. Yeah. I mean, trauma comes to mind for me. I hate that y'all made me the last person to say the (laughs) negative one. Uh, Trauma. trauma, Trauma for me too, though. For real. That was the first thing that came to mind. I didn't want to say it. I've mentioned mental health to somebody the other day, and they were talking about um, people with mental illnesses. That part, it's it's actually like a real thing outside of the things we bring on ourselves too. People are really out here experiencing like autism. A lot of my students uh, have autistic issues, mm. 
And it's like, it's not as dire as you would think in saying that. But it's, you know, it's something they have I to grow with. hate that label. Mm-hmm. I don't like All that. labels, period. When it comes to mental health. A lot of babies get diagnosed with autism and they just need to be talked to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need a little extra TLC. Yeah. So, mental health. I think, let's start off with um, things that even lead us to wanting to have these conversations, which is normally, unfortunately, trauma. Yeah. And yeah. things that bring us to a traumatic place or experience in our lives. Get it out the way. Yeah, just fuck get it. Down. Let's go. Trauma and triggers. The distress. When did you learn uh, this the significance of like trauma? Because this honestly, this is a word that I have started to use in, within the last few years. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is a concept I've wrapped my mind around within the last few years. Yeah, like did anybody before us even like discuss these type of things? No, I just <laughs> thought I was fucked up. Like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to always like I, I would cry to my grandma. What's wrong with me? You as an what? adult I said I still feel that way sometimes but you can't have a better understanding with yourself you're a little more aware maybe yeah I'm definitely more aware but I know well I guess I'm aware why I'm traumatized mm-hmm. see before I would literally like what's wrong with me why am I like this why am yeah. I like this that's the question now I move more cautious because mm-hmm. I feel like trauma happened <laughs> like what about the good our good qualities too Oh, like, trauma? we always talk about, like, trauma leading to, like, negative things. Yeah, trauma happen. sounds bad. And sometimes we, I think mm-hmm. that we don't give enough credit on the flip side to, I guess, the eustress mm-hmm. that caused, like, the, the good changes in this Absolutely. As well. well, that's more so because it, it probably comes a lot later than we like, mm-hmm. yeah. the eustress feeling. I wonder, is there a past tense way to say that? Well, see, like, I can give an example, right? Like, in my crib coming up, like... My people did not play about my grades. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't get in trouble. I didn't get, like, in behavior trouble. My shit was straight up for grades. So, like, though, beatings and shit were saved for me when the report cards came mm. around. No cap. You feel me? So, like, my worst beating, I remember. i never forget. I came he, home He with, said he remembered that. Got that ass toe out of that, This is my trauma. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, in that whole exchange, the one thing I remember the most was, like, my mom saying, I remember I was like, damn, what's wrong with being average? You know what I'm saying? Because the C was average. And what I took away from that was she was like, Damn. you're not average. Okay. Bro, do you know, I was like the very first interview that you and I did together with Art. Um, what series was that? I don't even remember. The uh, creative repertoire. The creative repertoire series. You said that. That's how we started that shit. Swear I won't God. forget that. Yeah. Exactly. What's wrong exactly. with I will always average. give my mom the credit for how that. How old because were you? I was in seventh grade. I, I was in seventh oh. grade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know what? Now that I even look back on it. Yeah, that was a traumatic experience. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like a a, a son thing to say. I needed that. <laughs> my growing up experience was like, I was very book smart. So my grades were never an issue. However, I felt like a, a outcast, not only in my household, but in school and daycare. I just wanted to be friends with the people that were like, I guess, seemingly cool. Mm-hmm. So I would do a lot of nut shit yeah. that is very much so not like me. Just because I want them to like me and stuff yeah. like that. I get detention. I get in trouble on purpose and get after school detention. So you were rebellious. Even still, that shit crazy, right? <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't know that I was rebellious. I was just trying to make friends, be cool. I wanted to You're feel, socializing. yeah, I wanted to feel different than I feel inside. Okay. You know, the mental health part of you it You should all. put a pin on that. Feeling like yourself and trying to match the outside. But go ahead, tell yourself. Yeah, like, my, I didn't even know you know, I had no, I just, I had no awareness. Yeah. I just wanted friends and I wanted people to like me. 
And as I, kids do. You know, and then you grow up with that and you carry that into, you know, adult behavior, high school, when you are or you should be a lot more aware of what you're doing and shit. Mm-hmm. And you realize, like, these people don't even like me for me. Mm-hmm. They don't care about me, you know? And I'm dealing with that. Like, that brings a sadness to me because I just, you know? Yeah. I dealt with that a lot in my life. You wasn't giving them the real you. That part. So when you started to detach from the shit that you was doing even... And so now as an adult, I am rebellious. You get a huge fuck you out of me, oftentimes. (laughs) And it's still sometimes that same empty feeling, though. Mm. It's weird. You know what's crazy on some real shit is that we're just like big ass kids. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. Hell we're just yeah. the grown version of like the little babies that we were. Absolutely. <laughs> like nothing That's really funny. changes. And I don't ever, ever, ever want to get away from that. That shit's yeah. wild. Yeah, you gotta facts. show love being, to your inner child. Yeah, I think being connected to your inner child most definitely is like it's an eye opening experience too when you when you are connected to your inner child because you start to realize a lot about who you are as like an adult. Like, what shaped you? Yeah. And yeah, you start man. To see, you start to see what really molded you into the When person. you start rummaging through your past and shit, that take you through something. Y'all ever yeah. see when people be traumatized from being sheltered? Yeah. yeah. Yo, that caused people to get out the as, house and, yeah. Yeah, wild the fuck out. One of my friend's moms in high school, <laughs> she used to try to tell me to, like, to, she was like, what do I do? What do I do for her? Like, I need her to stay in the house. I need her to stay. I'm like, you keep keeping her out, she gonna go crazy. When she turned 18, she left. All of a sudden, she ran away, became crazy. You so, see that shit as, in college too, like yeah, absolutely. Maybe wilding out freshman year. Freshman at, year, yeah. As somebody absolutely. that was definitely like, I came up like, yeah. With my dad being a police officer, it was just different because it was like I couldn't even enjoy like high Damn. school the way people enjoy. Like uh, all of my friends enjoyed high school, so like I really wonder like how how much conditioning you've had like unconsciously, yeah. just growing up that way. Oh, I'm just not like. I'm not as emotionally available as a lot of people are. Like, a lot of people are more, um, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm opening up a little bit, but people are, like, I don't know. Like, not being able to go out on the weekends and stuff like that. I had to do sports. I did, like, I did band because that was the only thing that would get me out of the house. And being that I lived in the country and I lived nowhere near my friends, it was hard for me to, you know. Did your people actually stay the night at your friend's house? At my grandma's house. Okay. My grandma house with my cousins. Like, my cousins with my friends. Like, yeah. my like my blood cousins. Like, they know, like, we was a little rascals. Yeah. So, that's where I would get, like, my different perspectives and different views from because, you know, I would be around them, like, during the summertime or every now and then take the bus to grandma's house until I get off work and stuff like that. So, but, yeah. Did you ever have experiences that you wish you didn't have or you wanted a different experience? That's a mental health issue all in itself. 100%. That's why I asked. What, like an experience I regret? Yeah, like something you look back now, I guess I'm getting to like a trigger. Yeah. Because mm. when you start looking at shit like that, it's like... I live without a sense of regret. So it's it's it's, it's, it's easy for me to talk about it. But, um... Mm, I remember... I remember what, um... I remember I wanted to uh, be a skateboarder at one point. No, I wanted to, not the skateboarder story. That's a different story because I lost a toenail over that one. But, but the, um, skating on them dirt roads. Not the toenail, the big toenail. I wanted to, okay, so look. So I wanted to be a pro gamer, a professional gamer. And at this time, like MLG had just started up and I would watch it every week on G4 and stuff like that. 
So I have yeah, never heard that term until right now. MLG. MLG Major League Game. Yeah, I've, I've that's picked a that up thing. real quick. But yeah, yeah it's a real <laughs> thing. And I was ranked. I was ranked in the country at the time. Like I was 14, ranked in the country in Halo. And I was telling my parents, I'm like, yo, I want to do this because like I'm really good at I'm this good game. At it. Yeah, I'm good at this game. And they shot that shit down. It was like, boy, look up how much a pro gamer make in a year versus. What your brother go to school Bro, for? Let's talk about it, cause let me tell you, I have had rifts between my grandmothers. But wait, hold on. But wait, hold on. I, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. All right. But listen, now if you go on Twitch right. and you look at your favorite game streamers, look at how much they make per they year. Fucking pay. I, right. I went to high school. Dante Etheridge. I went to high school with him. See, he's getting a bag off Twitch. Money. He is a social media person. He, I heard somebody on else making money on Twitch too. That's why I'm like, it's so many reasons, ways to make money. Like, they had the yeah. one nigga that was like the, the be best dope. in post dope um, shit. What's the game? Fortnite. Mm. The one nigga, he's from like Michigan. Mm. And who? Ninja. Yeah, yeah. So he know Ninja. he know the gamer. Yeah, Ninja is Ninja that nigga is be on ESPN and some more shit though. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's really risen. Are they, and is he a kid? I about, he's about the thing is I want to say about our age. Yeah, uh, that like, man's probably about twenty one, twenty two. I saw something yesterday where it was like uh, twelve college dropouts or high school dropouts own the most amount of crypto. You ain't gotta go to college. You were saying something about uh, your grandma. Yeah, speaking of what you said, like how your people shot down your gamer dreams. I always knew I wanted to be in the music industry. Mm. My grandmother's pro black, uh, conventional as fuck. Uh, you know, high rank executive supervisor. At, at Verizon type shit. Okay. So music, like, they don't, and, and then knowing that, like, how do you make money off that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they shot that shit the fuck down. She, a, she lot had, of, a lot of older people shoot down. Yeah. Well, if she had her way, I would've went to Spelman College. I would've been a lawyer. I would've, yeah, yeah I would've been fucking miserable. And uh, that was like another trigger for me too because it was like, when I wanted to be in the music industry, well, I didn't even want to be in the music industry. I got dragged into the shit. So, like, when I realized that I really liked this shit and I really wanted to be a part of it, and I tell my parents, like, yo, I'm at a studio every day and I'm making money recording people, and they like, where the benefits in that? They don't care. They don't right? give you, you know no energy, you know no enthusiasm. Older people, I notice that they don't really have faith in creatives. And Absolutely. when you're a creative and you're dope, you're going to be rich one day, honestly, if you really stick to shit. You know? Like, there was a you point where rich. My, only, my only supporter was my mom. And I I, will, I always tell her, like, you're going to get the world, girl, because you were the only one that ever had That's my back. Up. When I was broke and I was still trying to figure this shit the fuck out, yeah. you had my back. My mom, to this day, will still be like, you should be, she'll be like, you should be like just a teacher or just this just, like yeah. I'm only saying just because like they believe she tried to it. put me in this box and I'm like they believe in it too and had so I listened to she grandma to where would I be that, that barbers and um, nail technicians don't make a lot of money and I was just like mother dearest <laughs> if nah, I listen to I grandma where would barbers, I be no. ignorance is bliss like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's crazy. like J. Cole said if they don't know your dreams and they can't shoot them down like I feel like with my peoples I had to be able to turn around and be like here are the results yeah like my mom she just called me and she was like did you look at your bank account and i'm like yeah i deposited into the account she was like oh she in your account yeah oh, so now so, no. so, Dang, so, man, I, get a phone, no. I get a phone call when i'm at chick-fil-a she's like all them spicy sandwiches gonna get to you one day and i'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm like how do you know i'm at chick-fil-a again Look at you now. You, you followed your passion, your dream, and now you're doing you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like he said, starting to see the results. And now it's like, 
Don't you hate when when you kind of like show people the results and they still try to be like, no, no. It's like, oh, so you just hate. That's that shit you yeah. gotta block out because that will stop you. That will stop the whole show. I noticed yeah. that somebody, well, somebody in my family did that to me not too long ago. Like he was being real negative, and I was like, damn. Like I try. At first, I let it get to me, and I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. You gotta stop letting yeah. people be dark clouds around you. Yeah, you know? I was like, bro. And like, there's a difference between your parents, like. Like, okay, our parents are people too. So we got to give them, you know what I'm saying, benefit of the doubt of saying if they're trying to shape our dreams one way or another, it's because they want the best for us. Like, that's the most that I'm going to give you. But when you got, like, family and other people that you can tell that's, like, you know what I'm saying, kind of shitting on your dreams because you doing shit that they not. And you got to look at it as people, what, things that difference. people don't understand, yeah. they're going to shoot it down. They hate it. Right. They're going to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when it comes to, like, what I'm trying to do in my life and how this affects my growth and who I'm trying to become, you got to block that shit out. Tunnel vision is very important. Yeah. So how do you deal with triggers? Man. How do you manage yourself through, through that? I'm still, that shit. I'm still trying to figure out how to deal with triggers. <laughs> it's strong. Like, you got to be real strong. Depending on how deep it hit, honestly. Yeah. But you got to be aware of that shit. You I was do about to have say, to like, people you don't tell have to me let all it the time you. that I'm strong. Like, you're stronger than you think. And I really sit with that, like, I don't even know what I think, TBH. I just know that I go through shit, and eventually I get through it. But it's yeah. because your intuition is amazing. That's why. I cannot. I can attest to that. For sure. Yeah. Have y'all ever just, like, thanked yourselves? As you should, but, like, went through some no. shit. You never think no, nope. no bullshit. I like I just did this shit this past week because like where I felt like I was going through something, I was like, you know what? I, I realized, looked at myself and said, you know what? Even though like mentally you might have felt some type of way, physically you were still moving forward. You did that shit yeah. type shit? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You were still grinding. Yeah, celebrating it out. small it's all about wins. Getting through it. It's just it's all in your head. You guys are all in my head. Okay. <laughs> no bull. Nay, hey, yo. I thought y'all. Uh- but you know what? Um. I really believe that what you believe and set your mind to is like only on its way right to you. So like if this shit is stronger on your mind, strong on your mind, I wouldn't be surprised if you said, hey, it's going to be like some Chick-fil-A waiting for me like when I walk out here. (laughs) It just so happened. What we say yesterday, imagination creates reality. Facts. Yep. Well, the law of attraction, man, that's a conversation like, we're going to have to spend an episode on that one, for sure. Yeah, but it all comes down to your mind. So you got to be, like, mentally... See, that's the a, that's a thing. Like, you, we got, like, the stress and shit that we talk about. Y'all take but, breaks? Yeah, for sure. No. You have, have to, to take a break. Taking, no sleep. You have to sleep. No. <laughs> you have to. to. take naps and shit. But, like, when you... um, Like, mental... Like, being actual mentally healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When we talk about mental health... We always have all these examples of like the traumas, the triggers, and this, that, and the third are like examples when shit is going bad. But if we knew how to identify like when shit was going right too, like when we put in our mind to shit, achieving it, and this, that, and the third, maybe that would just help some people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Flip the script on their like mental disparities and shit. Yeah, I think I mentioned something of that before in one of these episodes, like interrupting those thoughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that can be a blessing and a curse, though. I have to do that a lot. Sometimes that can be a blessing and a curse. Like, I find myself a lot in the celebrations. Mm -hmm. I still pick and pull from those, like, celebrations where I was like, well, I could have did this better or I could have did that a different way. And, you know, you start to think about 
you know, sometimes you over, I overanalyze a lot. Absolutely. Me too. So, I'm a Capricorn. Analyze, overthink, over love, mm. just all them ovals. Capricorns overanalyze everything. I think it's a difference if you, if you like try to revise what you did mm-hmm. and versus like condemning yourself yeah, type that shit. that part. You know what That's I'm saying? We are our biggest critics. Factor, right? Yeah, you don't want to condemn yourself. Like it's okay to be like, oh, I could have did this. And then you day, allow but. yourself to stay in that prison. Like you got to break that. Yeah, I'm get, I got so much better enough. with that. That oh is a God. mental blockage. <laughs> so what, so what is your prison? Mm. What is my your prison, prison? I don't ever think I'm good enough for the things I desire. Okay, it's not, a, so like it's not a physical it. place. It's a mental prison for it's you. Everything, about everything I, is mental. Everything is mental. Well, I mean, I could say my prison is my apartment. Like that's how that's I'm because at. you believe it to be. Well, it's a mental thing. It's that mental blockage. Conditioning. You, you go to jail and tell a nigga that your apartment was jail, then it's like that's a slap in the face. It's only because you thought sure. like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, fear is the only prison that I believe is that actually exists. But so you scared of getting out of the house? No. Scared of being in there. Are you afraid of what's in the world? No, I'm scared. Of, I'm, I'm actually afraid of people not so understanding what I look of. when I see when I look out the window. The things that I see, I actually have a fear that people don't actually believe. See them the same way. Exactly. Okay. You okay. never I'm a, know. I'm an artist. Well, you know that we artist, don't see it the so. same way, though. Yeah, everybody has their own perspective. But I can resonate. With with what I'm what I mean is is that actually like what I see in my perspective, people don't actually take it face value. I'm an open book, so instead of trying to figure it out just look at what just look at the window like how I'm looking at it mm. and let me let me just explain. take it for what I just said yeah mm-hmm. there are I, more I really, that's how I understand with me just understand me there are more people that are like you and understand the world like you than you'll ever be able to meet yeah and it takes for us to have these type of conversations and be vulnerable enough to you know let that be known yeah. so somebody can say hey I relate yeah as an artist understand. it's hard it's hard to, to get to see your point of view it's hard. It's hard because, well, if you're an artist, it's definitely like as a because I'm a producer, engineer, so you can just say I'm an artist. But as an artist, it's hard because you want and you're an artist too. So you putting your picture out to the world, everybody ain't gonna receive it the same way. So you might have to deal with, like you know, I don't know. You have to deal with the actual. Not repercussions from it, but, you know, constructive criticism that people may or may not feel like is beneficial to your success. Okay. So let's kind of like keep this going. But that's what what makes you happy though, right? What what I do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So outside of what you do, what else does happiness look like? Happiness looks like kicking back, put some 45s on the turntable. Do you know how hard I can't? I, I couldn't sit. About Colt I would have to sit for a second and think to answer that question for you. Outside of what I do, mm. I think. Well, I mean, it's because I'm actually doing it. It's because I'm trying to do it more now. That's why it's easier for me to think about it. Because now I'm in a space where I'm working more often than I usually do. So now I'm looking for what makes me happy. Do you allow yourself to be happy? Yeah. That's something that's hard too. Even if it's for even if it's for a minute, like I might be happy for like a good thirty seconds and then be back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I can actually say I did it. What does happiness look like to you, Ziki? Um, <clears throat> these days, happiness to me is connecting to life. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it starts with my life and then through that, you know what I'm saying? I connect with everybody else. I got, I feel like I got to stay connected to myself. When I, If I can accomplish that, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As long as I'm aware and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Even... 
say I don't want to go into work a particular day. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go in until I get myself to say, you know what, I want to be here type shit. Um, and even if that's like on the way to being on time and all that good shit, like I got, I know I just got to, I don't want to do shit in vain. So straight up, like, you Thanks. know what I'm saying? I, I tell myself like, nah, we not about to go into anything half step and half ass or nothing like that because affirmations are important. Absolutely. Yeah. You get that yes, type of are. result type shit. So like, because I, I've broken it down to being like, of course, when we're younger, we think that, you know, happiness is uh, more material and shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I feel like as long as I understand myself to be happy, like all the material shit that I want is going to come. You know what I'm saying? As long as I approach everybody with happiness and Love. a good spirit mm-hmm. and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm gonna definitely get what I important. Want anyway. uh, especially like for me, I can, I am materialistic. It's just because I come from materialistic. Yeah. So, but I, I had these moments where, like, I asked the people close to me, like, hey, am I getting, like, ugly on the inside? Like, do I That's still see That's a seem... great question. Yeah, I need to know because I know, like, I'm super indulged in this shit right now and I need to know that I'm still grounded. Or do I need to That's get grounded? That's a very great, like, that's a great question. Because happiness for me is, like, happiness is love. When I feel a, a, an ounce and inkling of joy and love, yeah. I am happy. When I'm with my nieces, I am happy. Yeah. yeah. When I'm doing something that. for people, I am happy. Yeah. I can agree with that. Growth makes me happy. Absolutely. When I could look back and say, I overcame that shit. That Growth. at that point I wanted yeah. to die. Growth. I didn't want to be here no more. Do that. Okay. What else makes you happy, Anna? Uh, definitely, since I'm a mom, my son right now okay. he makes me happy. Um, that's a given because kids mm-hmm. are great. We see our kids. It's it's great. It's God's um, but yeah, when they it's ain't your kids, it's I ain't lying. <laughs> I ain't lying. <laughs> Just wait till you have your own. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, so definitely, my son kind of piggyback off of what Zeke said though, connecting to my higher power, which I did recently. Because I used to not always be like this. <laughs> I used to get frustrated really easily, and I did not have a lot of patience. I've always been cool, but I could get frustrated, and now I'm getting to the point where I just be like. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I control what I Making can control. Making peace with shit. Yeah. Making peace Like, I just like to be in alignment with the most high because, I mean, honestly, he's in control. You feel me? For sure. And we just playing our part. For sure. <laughs> Definitely got to stay in alignment because, like, things like social media and, and us having access to people's thoughts and, and you know, their lives or what they post as to be their lives, mm-hmm. that is overwhelming as shit and it makes you start yeah. looking yes, at your shit. Yes, that's outside like, world. And if you catch yourself comparing yourself to exactly. the outside world, you will drive yourself I insane. have a friend that literally deactivates his so, his Instagram like every other month because he'd be paying got attention to. to people too much and it yeah. getting in his own head. And right. it's like, I take, I take doing breaks. good though. You're doing great. Like, right. I know you don't feel that and you don't see the results that you want to see right now, but just keep going. Yeah. It's not that's a cliche right. to say that. Keep I going. I take breaks. I've heard that. I have to take breaks from social media. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. I took a break from social media. You gotta get some outlets in your life. If yeah. I get a lot of attention from people, period, I have to take breaks. Exactly. I like to be cool. It's exactly. Calm. I like my alone. I'm very, like, I'm a loner. I love my alone time. So when I get a lot of attention, because some people out here seeking for attention, when I get a, like, overwhelming amount of attention, I have to pull myself back. Every time like, after an ooh. event, I need space from even the people close to me. Even at the end of the day, I was talking to too many to, people. Like, meditating. Yeah. Just because, like, receiving too much, I get anxiety. <laughs> Meditating is like one of the most fun fucking. I never thought that I would enjoy just sitting. Me still neither. <laughs> so <It's> much, cool. <laughs> just like relaxing. That's a healthy outlet. Yeah, I outlet. gotta work more on my meditating. Focus yeah. on your breathing. Mm. 
Period. <laughs> well, all these things are therapy. Y'all know I'm a huge therapy advocate. Yeah, what's that like? <sighs> I wish I I wish I started this journey sooner. Mm. So I'd be in a different space with it. But um I just allow people to make me feel like something I was not mm. or lesser than whatever have you, all those things, you know. Mm. So I, I I embraced that outlet with a very open mind, more so because I had already tried it a couple times mm. to no avail. Um, and I found a black therapy office with women that, you know, felt motherly. Like that's important for me. I need to feel like I'm talking to a mother. Mm-hmm. Mothers, like mothers don't necessarily, or at least I don't feel judged by mothers. Like I just need your consoling and stuff. So yeah, uh, it's definitely allowed me different perspectives and opened my mind up to realize that sometimes, yeah, like we just said, I'm my biggest critic. It's really that voice in my head that's just trying to get at yeah. me. You know, yeah. you got to silence that voice or or talk back at it and tell it it's a liar sometimes. Yeah. The negativity is just... You got just, angels and you got demons. You know? Yeah. And, and and I always wonder why is it so much easier for us to dive oh. off into the negative shit? Why is it not as easier to embrace the positive? Like, I am worthy of the things I desire and I deserve all this shit I have. Mm-hmm. Why is that not like a... We're, pro- we're a products of our thought. environment. And you it's know, true. When we're surrounded by dark clouds, That's sometimes true. it's hard to see the sun. That's so. true. It's definitely I come true. from women that know how to survive. Yeah. Okay. You know, Same. And, and I don't live my life to just survive whatsoever. Yeah. I'm trying to thrive Same. out here. I think that we, uh, as far as like why we tend to lean towards the negative side, is it? It's like it's hard to achieve, like you know, what I'm saying success. So you feel, you feel like that heaviness, and then when you're not achieving at the same time, it just hurts. So either way, you're like feeling something, you know what I'm saying? And when you feel some type of way, like maybe it just, it's easier because you're actually feeling something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like, want to feel something. Exactly. Yeah. What, I want to ask you, what is like the pros and cons of therapy? Because I've never been. So, you know, what do you think is like your worst part about it? Well, the cons is you got to face your shit. Okay. <laughs> it's, it could get dark, whatever you're going through within mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, you know, the things that you really don't want to talk about. <laughs> and, and you have, and you should be rather, because it's a, definitely a choice. But you should be completely, utterly honest with your therapist. Like, I don't know who I was talking to. It might have been one of y'all, but they asked me, like, are you holding things back from her? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. And truthfully, I probably am. Because it's something I don't talk about to anyone. Okay. Nobody in my life. For sure. And, and it's what's like, the I don't know. Because there's other shit I need to deal with too. <laughs> We're just getting there. You know, Sometimes it's, it's, it's going to take a while. It's still trust is trust. Trust. Yeah. I trust don't even trust, trust myself to, to divulge that to you. And like, how do we deal with that from do you think after that's I let a, that out? Do you think that's like abusive? I have a friend who, who basically she told me not so long ago, like, she has things that she needs to get off her chest that she hasn't told anybody. And it'd be eating her up inside. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she breaks down. And I'm like, that doesn't sound healthy. I'm a venter. I don't know if it's good or not. But my best friend, I call them all the time. But I try to ask them before I do it. Like, Well, keeping it, bottled up, <laughs> keeping it bottled up is self-sabotaging. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are so good at that. Yeah. Most definitely, yeah. That's that's it. As far as like, I think we talked we about this the last time we were here. Like, when's the last time you cried? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. No? I you can't don't even... Cry? You said what? You don't cry? I definitely need a healthy cry every day. You want to paint me out to yeah, no sleep, just don't care. I don't. Dang. You do don't give a very nonchalant demeanor, bro. You do, but it's that's in okay. there somewhere. It's because, it's because I care enough to not care. 
No, it's because of something that you've grown through it's that has trigger. made you this way. I care. Trauma. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an empath, <laughs> and you sometimes you have to learn to separate yourself from the physical and spiritual. Absolutely, because that's my yeah. problem. And it, it'll eat you up in your in your daily your day to day life. If I'm, I'm just gonna feel everything too much you're of feeling. An empath. You know? Yeah, somebody take it away. I don't even want that shit. If I'm going to feel everything that you're feeling all the time, then what's the point of me being me? Yeah, that's so. true. But what about your own feelings? So you're telling me that nothing ever happened in your life that made you want to cry? I've cried multiple times, man. Oh, okay. Man, one, <laughs> it's a lot of now. We stand a vulnerable king. I cried. No, I cried. I'm, I'm going to be real. No, I cried when... Um, Last night... <laughs> I was nah, yeah, my, my my past relationship, I cried over that. Um Aww. I cried when what was that? That was like a major tear, like when I had like a major thug tear for me, like when I got an email saying like I couldn't come back to a place anymore. And I was just like, but I helped y'all so much. Yeah, pain, man. You You know, I cry when I get frustrated. You you know, (laughs) yeah. When you do what you when you do what you can, you've done all you can do, and then that person says, "You know what? That still ain't enough." Let it go. It it hurts so. You gotta go. (laughs) That's hard to do, man. It's so much easier to say, "Let shit go." Because while I, I very much so desire to let this go, I remember. <laughs> I can't just, the, the thought ain't going nowhere. It's a memory. So this is it's a time, part of my experience. This is now. the time where we're like, you know, like you said, we always focus on the negative things. Now, in a negative situation, why do we try to focus on the positive? Because, mm, that's true. To balance out. We don't that pain, to though, it, it takes be like, you, hurt, you hurt me so bad, but I still remember the good times. You nah, know? Fuck yeah, fuck oh. you and them good times. Oh, oh, we talking about that. Man, yeah. we the best in the past. Man, that's for whoever. That's for that's, auntie that's she got me fucked up. That's for me, ma, you know she what? got me fucked up. I like to live in the present. Look at Anna over there trying to I like to say all these things, and I would like for them to always be true. All we can do is try. Wait, what'd you say? Well, I don't even Like, would you just said, I like to live in the present? I, I do too. I think we all do. But yeah. it, I like, you know, I want to actually do that shit, though, and not just say it sometimes. Like, yeah, say, like, self-reflecting on the past can kind of eat you up inside. It does. We don't got no choice to be present, because time goes. No, it's but going. it's like, it? where is our head at? In this moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our time, our, I seen this shit. I be on YouTube crazy with, like, the, the mental training type shit. And it was like, this one dude was saying, um, our memory and our imagination, pretty much like us being able to look back at the past and us being able to imagine the future are like the two greatest forces that we got. But we use them for bullshit. Mm-hmm. We remember the pain and the hurt. And then we flip that and be like, well, shit's not going to get better in the future because Man, of what we Because even if you remember past. the good times, sometimes you're like, well, that shit in the past. Or if you spend too much time in the future... You're not here today. You ruining. So you really ruining what be. be. It's like where's the fucking middle ground? Live, the know? present. It's all about it's balance. Now. To me, everything boils down to balance at the end of the day. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I weigh it well on my Libra scale. Yeah, all of, all of my like anxiety people, they know what it's like. Like if you deal with that anxiety, like and you always focused on the future for sure, it definitely like takes a toll on you. Like, bro, I'm the queen sure. of thinking ahead and fucking overanalyzing the future and being like, what if? this and what if that and yo I'm, I be talking to somebody right now they be like yo just shut up just it's, shut up it's paralyzing for you sure. gotta focus on now yeah it's like really like what do you how, how be do you fluid. want shit to go fluidity that's a, fact. that's a fact how do you how do you want shit to go like why can't we 
why is it harder for us to just focus on? It's how like we manifesting. Want to it's yeah. it's because we it's because uh sometimes it's hard to believe in things that are unseen. But, yeah, you know, that's if true. you have faith. That's faith, yeah. You know, that but is if you faith. have faith, it's true, you know, it works it's out. It's horrible. Y'all yeah. should watch. I know this is like this is definitely on topic, but like this is nigga um he's a white man actually. Neville Goddard. He I talks a lot name. about it. Just, yeah, I be watching like YouTube videos. Of yeah, old I saw you drop. Shit. I saw you drop that. I was like, okay, yeah. I didn't seen a lot of videos from Neville for sure. Like, yeah, and it's like that's the type of shit he be talking about though. Living yep. in the in the the wish fulfilled and shit like that. Like just living as if what you want to happen has already happened. You you believe yep. you're that bitch today? Do you start being that? bitch? I mean, that's right? just like it reminds me of when you were talking about not too long. And you were like. Conducting yourself as a wife. I constantly think of that. Like, uh-huh. you know, like manifesting. I guess you got to have wifely behavior if that's what you want. Right? Hey, you, I mean, you can't or just be being, like, yeah, a, being an expert at what you do. Like, How sometimes, that the man? sometimes that's exactly. negative. But sometimes, like, I, I need to conduct myself as the expert. And I might not have all the answers for you, but I'm going to figure it out. And you're not going to know that I don't have all the answers. Right. Well, sometimes you might just let God speak through you. You know? Instead of, you Hell know, yeah, I'm very complex. Like, that's what we be doing here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what we doing. We free flowing. We definitely gonna have to part two this episode because mental health gets deep. I'm with that. Yeah, this, I think we gonna part two. Well, we show. at the end. We're at the end of um mental health awareness month, so maybe we can do another mental checkup on after the after the rain is gone. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. After the rain. Damn, yeah. like, that's like a mental health song right there. That's a whole song after the storm. Cali Uchis. Okay. That's just yeah. vibe. Think about a gospel song. And, and if you take the melody off the song and just listen to her lyrics, she talking that shit. Yeah. <laughs> or if you take her voice off the shit and you just listen to the song, the she instrumental, that, that shit. shit is hard. Well, look, 30 days of something makes it a habit. So if you just start talking to yourself. Ooh, some people say it's better. 21 days. Mm-hmm. Talk to yourself Mantras. better. Treat yourself better. Surround yourself with better things. That's that's you know exercising that that mental muscle. Mm-hmm. That that is also important. You gotta exercise that mental muscle. It's a muscle. Y'all play Sudoku? No, oh, I, I used to. Yeah. I, I like word though. searches though. I, I super chess. duper love oh, yeah, word we searches. Oh yeah, start playing chess, y'all. I love I'll chess. I fuck y'all up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not chess. playing Uzi. <laughs> yeah, chess. I was a checkers person. Hey, look. If you want to lose you in said chess, that play aggressive me. Aggressive as hell. The apple, Damn. the apple games. I just thought that that just hit me. Like I just said, I'm a checkers person, and that makes so much sense to the type of person I am in life. Yeah, right. I, that's cool. That's cool. I'm being vulnerable with y'all in a moment. <laughs> y'all like, funny, first of all. That yeah. shit. Nah, that shit deeper than rap right there. Fact. That is. Damn. Damn. Now you'll be out here. Yeah, I want your shit. You're like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gotta play. It's all love. I feel like I'm both. Yeah, I have a little travel chest. I need to put that in my bag, actually. Yeah, I just don't be fucking with. Or it. I'd be, your, I'd be jumping back and forth. I like to play chess right now. Then I'd be like, doo, 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 checkers. You know what? Chess. To that point, though, like, what are the kids? Because like, we're of a whole different, you know, what I'm saying, generation at this point. You know what I'm saying? He's not how to play chess, young. Yo, I'd be like real life. Might be a my fresh nephews and cousins and shit. Yeah, and movie. yeah, hell yeah. Because like that shit, I know for me, I learned chess man early it's and a always game taught of life. me to yeah be three I learned steps chess ahead. And you got to cherish your queen because she going to fuck around and make the most moves for you. That's the most powerful piece on the stage. Ooh, you heard me. But aside from that, it's like, Ooh. what are the kids? another episode. How important is the king in the game of chess? Just he, curious. He's the reason to... why. The king get trapped in. He's the reason why we got the board. Exactly. 
Everything centered around. Won't be the no king. board if it weren't for the king. What are we even? But you gotta for? protect the queen. Though. I started the no, war. The, the queen is working for the king. If we being real about it, I started the war. Okay, you're helping me finish it. That's usually how that game goes. Okay, <laughs> I could dig it. I could dig it. Bro, you overspoke. You what gave it too much. Say? I'm just here. <laughs> Twiddling your thumbs like shit. And I wish y'all could the, see this. But I'm the light that keep the streets on. The light to keep the street. You wouldn't have the light if it weren't for the block. There's no reason for the light. The right. I made the I don't know walk alone, but I'm alone. I bees the block. Ain't that what he said in the song? <laughs> you gonna keep singing all the <laughs> lyrics. The ain't appeasing. Stop fucking playing with me. Damn. Believe <laughs> me. Oh, shit. I we think we... MCA. Come we definitely need each other. You know what I'm saying? Thank like, you. That's I, all I, I wanted to hear. We need each other. It's no point. Like, I wish we could see more black families together. It, but I think the mentality mm-hmm. yeah, from man. from birth is what shapes all of that Foundation. shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up in a, a, a single woman household. My grandmothers were my father, and they were bitter black women. I'm not going to hold you. Mm-hmm. So, like, as much as I try not to be like them, I have that awareness. Like, Dan, that you being bitter. Chill. But do you think that's helped you? You don't desire that. You think that's helped you or hurt you in the long run? As far as what? On both, like, um, being raised from an independent, being raised by independent women. It's made me stronger. It's made me very independent, but I don't know how to allow people, especially men, to do things for me. Mm. I do not know how. I I don't know how to receive that at all. Okay. If I could be straight up, I think it hurts all of us. Yeah, but you cannot take For the men that have raised, (laughs) real shit, (laughs) for the men that have been raised in, like, you know what I'm saying, single-parent households, as are the women, because, like, we grow up knowing how to, like, we're okay with being more independent. Because mm-hmm. we see our parents do it, and we think we don't need a family. Yeah, like, to... it's a, and then, you know, uh, society makes it a thing to, you know, have your own, do your own thing, all that shit, like. We're separating I, from each other. And, and that shit we're is exhausting. To, we're supposed to be coming <laughs> It sounds together. redundant, like we said this before. Ugh. Nah. Because it's, it's something like it. Yeah. But that's because, you know, our journeys, you know, it's an everyday thing. And sometimes we reflect on the past and in order to help us in the present. Absolutely, you have to. You know? And it's, it's never ending, especially self-care. That's why I was like, you know, let's not just focus on Mental Awareness Month. Let's just keep it going. Let's keep it rolling because I feel like it's important for everybody to keep it going. You know, let's not just focus on the month. And, and I just want to say this before we keep going. Cause I know we we got to wrap it up in a minute. I think it's important to have friends. That is very yeah. important. Like Real important friends. Surround yourself with people who actually care about you. Yeah. People that's going to check you when you're off your, your back. Shit. Yeah, and support and you when you're doing your best. Yeah, mm-hmm. somebody that just now getting friends, I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is kind of cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had fake friends before. Mm-hmm. I've had fake brothers and sisters. That's worse than transactional relationships. Any friends for sure. Had a ton of transactional friends. A lot of that, you know. You only acknowledge me when I do I things. Had a whole for lot you. of hoopla friends, just taking up space. Same. See, I'm, I'm one, like, I don't like people coming in and out of my life. That takes a toll on me. That probably speaks to my inner child issues and shit like that. But, like, if I call you my friend, I trust you. I trust you with my safe type shit. Okay. You know I what got, I'm saying? Like, I got, like, two real friends. Yeah, I got... Damn. I got real friends. I do. Because I have to crazy. include my male friends. Like, I True, have like, good, good friends. friends. Yeah. I got, friend, I got, like, good friends, too, that, like, I hold dear to me. Um... I say personally though, to be real, like, um, as long as you, you as long as you know how you want to treat yourself, 
you know what I'm saying? You allow yeah. people to treat you that same way. And those those would be the people that, like, are your real friends. The people that treat you how you want to be treated. Yeah. And also hold you accountable. Having transactional friends the and shit gold, like that. Hold you accountable. Over. Shit like that. Um, Seriously. Because you don't want people that you think are your friends that are just yes, man. Yeah. Man, my friends be keeping it a buck with me. I be like, do I look cute in this picture? They be like, nah, girl, don't post that shit. I be like, damn. And I be in my head about the people <laughs> around me all the time. Like, <laughs> crazy. do they really love me for me or whatever the fuck? A teacher, one of my good friends, she's become my good friend. It's from, okay, having like older women as my friends, that's different for me. Very new for me. Man, but working in the school, it is because they... They doubled my lifetime. They done been through it. Yeah, a lot of my clients already. are older women. We be going out to Taco Tuesday. But yep. it's like very interesting to have them as my friends and, and get real know, life right. from them. And I really absorbed that shit. And I think yesterday we was having a conversation similar. She was telling me like, yo, you have to get out of your head. Right. Like, just live. Just live. You know? And it it's, it starts and ends there. And you got to think be talking about to that too. Every single day. He be like, on it. Like, this is that shit I be talking about. And I be like, <sighs> You All gotta, right, you gotta think so about it. Like I talk to my brother every day. He lives in he lives in the north side. He calls me every day and we chat it up. But he let he reminds me every day that bro, this is not none of that. Like when I was young, I used to watch a lot of Disney Channel. He used to be like, bro, this is not no Disney Channel. There's not no Nickelodeon, bro. You have to let this shit go. Mm-hmm. And and every day it ends at that because he calls me. And, and we talk about head, man. Yeah, he calls me and he hits me with the things that stresses him out sometimes, you know? But at the end of the conversation, you know, as brothers, we both come to the agreement that sometimes we let the things in our head take too much control and take up too much space. 100%. I feel like mental health also, also has to do with your attention span. Absolutely, especially these days. It's fucked up out here, man. Because a lot of people don't have the attention span to listen to you or deal with, like, I got my own shit going on. Mm-hmm. Or people will, like, shortchange, like, all right, Instagram. You don't read the whole caption to get all the information, so you only see what you, A, wanted to see, or B, had, I guess, the attention span to see, and now you you are misinformed, mm-hmm. and you might approach a situation with your misinformation. Yep. You know, so. I would call that someone who sees things only on the surface. Yeah, I get surface told a lot, like, I hear what I want to hear. I'm definitely that person. Oh, yeah, yeah. selective hearing. <laughs> I don't mean to be, so now I make a conscious effort to... Listen. Not do that. Yeah, like actually fully be engaged with what's coming out your mouth. Nah, just yeah. just care. I care. No, listen to listen when you need to. Like attentive. Yeah. A- like, active listening. Don't just listen. Don't just listen because you know somebody talking. Listen because if you really trust that person, you know that person gonna say something that really means something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can dig it. You can't listen to everybody because some people just be talking. And you're just gonna be confused. Yup. Yeah, I think that. um I try to, is the fucked up part about it is, like, I just be listening to people because I be, like, intrigued of what is. You're a very good listener. I just be, because I just be listening to shit. Like, what? He a good listener because he read. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) He can can silence the thoughts in his own mind to hear yours. Yeah, yeah. We just be analyzing shit, like. That's really what it is. I'll be like, I know how deep like my head and shit goes. Mm-hmm. Like how I be like just going down rabbit holes and shit. So I like to listen just to like you said, shut the voices off in my head and just be like, yo, what's like in when yours? I picture you, I picture you just going, just listening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not judging or nothing. Like where is this going? It starts. It starts and ends in our heads. It's all in your head. Get out your head. 
Is it time for the 24 carriages? It may seem incredible, but it is true. The world in which we live is a world of imagination. In fact, life itself is an activity of imagining. All that we behold, though it appears without, it is within, in our imagination, of which this world of mortality is but a shadow. Nothing appears or continues in being by a power of its own. Events happen because comparatively stable imaginal activities created them, and they continue in being only as long as they receive such support. Therefore, the secret of imagining is the greatest of all problems to the solution of which everyone should aspire. For supreme power, supreme wisdom, and supreme joy lie in the solution of this great mystery. When man solves the mystery of imagining, he will have discovered the secret of causation, and that is, imagining creates reality. Divine imagining and human imagining are not two powers at all, but one. The valid distinction which exists between them lies not in the substance with which they operate, but in the degree of intensity of the operant power itself. Acting at high tension, an imaginal act is an immediate objective fact. Key low, an imaginal act is realized in a time process. Human history, with its forms of governments, its revolutions, its wars, and in fact the rise and fall of nations, could be written in terms of the imaginal activities of men and women. All imaginative men and women are forever casting forth enchantments, and all passive men and women who have no powerful imaginative lives are continually passing under the spell of their power. If imagination is the only thing that acts or is in existing beings or men, as Blake believed, then we should never be certain that it was not some woman treading in the winepress who began that subtle change in men's minds, or that the passion because of which the earth has been drenched in blood did not begin in the imagination of some shepherd boy lighting up his eye for a moment before it ran upon its way. The future is the imaginal activity of man in its creative march. Imagining is the creative power not only of the poet, the artist, the actor, and orator, but of the scientist, the inventor, the merchant, and the artisan. Its abuse in unrestrained, unlovely image-making is obvious, but its abuse in undue repression breeds a sterility which robs a man of actual wealth of experience. Imagining novel solutions to ever more complex problems is far more noble than to restrain or kill out desire. Life is the continuing solution of a continuously synthetic problem. All right, so yeah, guys, I definitely think we should part two this episode. It's, it's, it's so much more to digest. Mm -hmm. So much more to digest. Maybe next episode. Thank you for tuning in, guys. I think we gave it to you a little short and brief this time. We'll see you on the playback. Peace that's, out. But that's all, True Indeed Podcast. We peace, lit. peace.